Hello and good evening. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, and my show is every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific time. And during those times, we play awesome songs and music, and usually we start off with an intro, but I figure we'll change that up a bit and not start with an intro. But we're going to be playing a special interview today. We're going to be playing an interview with the Buzzcocks that we did last week. So, well, that I did last week. So we're going to play that, and then we're going to play plenty of punk rock after that. And since I didn't start off the song with an intro, we're going to start off this show with Pete Shelley. Pete Shelley is one of the singers in the Buzzcocks, and this is one of his side projects. The song is called Telephone Operator. And then we'll play the interview with the Buzzcocks right after that.
for your listening to the punk rock demonstration. I'm Jack, and we're out here in the observatory in Santa Ana with the Buzzcocks. What's your name, and what do you do in the band? Steve Diggle, sing, play guitar in the Buzzcocks. And I'm guessing you've done plenty of interviews in your time. Yeah, 38 years of them. <laughs> so you, you know, I've never counted how many interviews I've done, but it, that'd, be, that'd be interesting, you know. <laughs> it's another statistic. Yeah, actually, we were just talking about how many interviews you've done at once. What's like the most interviews you've ever done in one well, day? The one I can remember recently, as I was saying, is about 14 back-to-back. 14 radio stations around Britain, you know. And I was in a booth there, and it's like, the question's coming. There was a guy in the studio, okay, we got someone from another station. And just back-to-back like that, you know. It was like a whole afternoon of it. What year was this? No, that was uh, this year, earlier on this year, yeah. Oh, wow. So what, what year did you start? Uh, 1976. Was punk rock established back then, or oh. no? When we uh, started, the, uh, the, the Sex Pistols had just started, and we started two days before the clash, <laughs> as I'm reliably told, and um, then there was the Damned, and there was the Jam, and that was the nucleus of punk rock back in uh, 76 in the summer of 76 and it was all like brand new then you know the Ramones in America and all that were just uh, they just getting the new, the first album out um, so how did you get into it then since Sex Pistols were the only ones that were around at the time well punk rock was about attitude and it was like I was coming up to 20 years old well me and Pete and there was a lot of progressive bands around doing like, you know, one song would take the side of an album, singing about mushrooms in the sky and stuff. Okay. And it's like, we want something instant, like three minute songs again, smash the equipment or, you know, okay. a bit of excitement. So that was the thing really, it was more like the attitude than the music in a way, you know, it's like something's got to change here and that's what kind of happened. We brought the Sex Pistols to Manchester and we opened up for them all the journalists had come down from London to review the Sex Pistols and like, fuck, there's a, a local band from Manchester, you know. So we got reviewed in all the papers, you know. So that kind of put the provinces on the map in Britain. It was like, later on you got a Liverpool scene, a Scottish scene, a Sheffield scene, you know, like a year later. But it, it was like each town became alight and alive, you know. So where are you guys from? Manchester, yeah. Hmm. So how did you guys come up with the same Buzzcocks? Well, that was, um, there used to be a, a TV show about a girl group trying to make it in the music business in the early 70s. Uh-huh. And there is a review of it in the paper and it said, uh, ha- ha- have a good Buzzcocks, which is like mate or pal or buddy over here, you know. So a cock was like, you know, like, you know, buddy or something. So it said buzz hyphen cox, so we just joined the words together, buzz cox, you know. But when we first came to the States, we did a radio station, and the guy said, you won't get far in America with a name like that, you know. And they was going, what is it, some sexual machine, or is it some weird bird? And well, as Plato said, by giving some of the name of it, therefore gives it a definition, you know. And really, we define what a buzzcock is, you know, if that's what it is, us. <laughs> because, um, you know, it, uh, it didn't mean anything before that, you know, there wasn't a word, uh, go a buzzcock, you know. Well, you did have a lot of 
songs related to that, like Orgasm Addict and Ever Fallen in Love and all that stuff. You know, actually, what do you like to sing about? We sing about the human condition. We cover a lot of things. I mean, the song Autonomy was one of Joe Strummer's favorites, and that's about self-rule, you know. They're not all love songs. It's like we had, we had about eight hits in Britain, and a few of them are kind of love songs, you know. Our second biggest hit in Britain when we used to do the Top of the Pops was Promises and I had the music and the chorus and as I'm demoing it with the band, Pete said, I've got some verses for that. Now I was going to write Promises about the government making false promises and he said, I've got some words. I said, okay, put them on there. I said, you turn it into a fucking love song, you know. <laughs> so it just happened. <laughs> yeah. It's Top but of the Pops. all like that, but I mean, it's, there's that human relationship thing. There's, you know, they're all political things but not finger point things you know we know the world was a complex place you know full of complexity and stuff and the fragmentation of bits and pieces that's what harmony in my head's about it's inspired a bit by the cinematic imagery of um, William Burroughs and James Joyce and stuff like that where they didn't write about just a straight linear line it's like we we look around now and we get the input of lights vans cars all that stuff that was modern writing you know so I thought we'd had a lot of hits, and some of them were pop hits, and then it was like, let's go on with a heavy song, How Many In My Head, because we, we was in the charts every few months. Let's go on with a fucking heavy one now, How Many In My Head, and that was like that, you know. So we cover a lot of ground with this stuff. I know some people say they love songs, you've got to ever fallen in love and all that, but there's a lot more things going on. I mean, we've got a catalogue of about 100 songs or more, maybe 130. How many albums does that cover? Oh, I don't know. About eight, eight albums, it's probably more, you know. I've not even counted them. <laughs> We've just got a new album coming out. So, you know. so what should we expect on this new album? Um, a lot of good stuff. You've got, you know, I think as a, an album, it works the whole thing. It, it was reviewed as our white album, like the Beatles' white album. I don't know where they got that from, but... I can kind of see what the guy's saying. Um, I mean, we didn't go in to make something like that. It was just like, when you think of the White Album, it's got an overall feeling about it, you know. Um, where all the songs are connected, and it's got a live thing. So the closest I can get to it is that, you know. I mean, I, I didn't say that, the journalist said about that. But I'm saying that when I read that, I thought, fuck, you know, where's he coming from, you know? You always know better than the journalists, so... Well, yeah, but it's all open to interpretation. People take what they want from a record, you know. Sort of like everyone thinks, oh, Buzzcocks love songs. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, exactly, but there ain't too many love songs on this one. There's a lot of... There's a song called The Third... Pete's got one called Virtually Real, which is more like the computer thing, and I've got one called The Third Dimension, which is more like being in the person, you know. So we put them back to back on the album. So you've got a virtual real song and then the third dimension of being here. <laughs> so there's some things like that going on on there, you know. Very cool. So let's take a listen to some songs by the Buzzcocks here, the scene of the punk rock demonstration, by the way. We talked about the song called Autonomy. Yeah. You know, actually, what is that song all about again? Well, it was like, <clears throat> I was listening to a lot of German music, uh, can this experimentation stuff. And... The German guy was a German guy singing in English. So he's going like, uh, Mother Sky and all that. So I started doing this thing in my little bedroom, going like, I, I, I was pretending to be an English guy trying to be a German singing English. That's how I got to that song, you know. 
And <laughs> I must have been a weird place when I was 20, you know. But it was a weird way to get to a song, but it has got that angular distorted bit about it. And it also like means self-rule. And I thought, that sounds like a good idea for punk rock, you know what I mean? If you can rule yourself or know you, you can become a better person and all that. Because you can point at the government all you want, you know. But if you can get yourself together first, then you can relate to other people in the world, you know. When that came out, Joe Summer came out and said, Hey, you wrote a song to me, I love that song, you know. Because he would, because it's a bit, you know, in that kind of way, you know what I mean. So I guess let's take a listen to Joe Strummer's favorite Buzzcock song called Autonomy. Autonomy. <laughs> so here's Autonomy.
else I've got to say about that song, that was our first album in Britain and we had like like the, the popular ones as you know, but that was like a little experimentational one. And there's also songs like Fiction Romance, Pulse Beat on the first album, which started to take the band in different areas, you know. Later on we got a song called Why Can't I Touch It? So we always went off in little avenues as well as them straight ahead ones, you know. Which shows the broad capacity of the band, you know. That's what set us out from a lot of other bands. Um, oh, they're getting loud. Oh, <laughs> fuck, can't win. Yep. Some noise, noisy country and western uh, band uh, bugging us, folks. <laughs> Welcome back. That was Orgasm Attic by the Buzzcocks. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. We're out here with the Buzzcocks. So, Orgasm Attic, how was the reception of that song when it first came out? Well, people... People say to me when they bought that, they'd be playing it and their mum and dad would go, what the fuck are you listening to there? That sounds, you know, Orgasm Attic. Turn that filth off. You know? But also, the pre... The release date had to be put back three weeks because the pressing plant wouldn't press the record. Because they thought, like, fuck, this is disgusting, yeah. They said, we're not going to press it. And it took the record company, had to, you know, persuade them that that was art, you know what I mean? But to us, it was no big deal. Everybody knows what an orgasm is. But at that time, it was kind of like writing a direct song about a direct thing, you know what I mean? So, Do you think at the time that you released that song, if if everyone was sensitive to that kind of music and not as open as they are now? Well, you had a... 
Not deliberately, but it had a shock value, you know. We sang about, we were singing about real things all of a sudden, you know. And along with other punk bands at that time, it, it was like a real shock, you know. That was our first release on a major label, you know. Which label was this one? United Artists, you know. How did you find it? Find a label for your stuff? Well, we put our first record out, Spiral Scratch, with Boredom on and all that stuff. And we made that ourselves for a thousand dollars, you know. Because we thought we won't go to a record company, it's the most uncommercial music in the world. So we thought record companies won't be interested. Why don't we just put it out ourselves for our fans in Manchester? And when we put that out, it was the first in Britain. And, and other people took the idea and thought we could put one out too, you know. So that inspired a lot of people that way. It was a stroke of genius, but also a stroke of necessity. It was just like, let's just make one ourselves, you know. We want, might not get a deal. As soon as we put it out, we had six record companies going like, hey, you know, we'll sign you up. You all want a piece. <laughs> yeah. So we took a while to sign, but when we did sign, we had this guy, Andrew Lauder, that came to a lot of shows and we kind of liked him because he's into what we're doing and he said you, some of the other record companies are going you know you knew if you signed to them they'd be going you can't do this and that but it's this guy Andrew said oh, you know you've got carte blanche to do what you want you know. so the first record was orgasmatic <laughs> and, like, and that. like I say the pressing plan went what the fuck I'm not fucking putting this out we're all on strike you know so we started to meet go on then the next single was What Do I Get? And the B-side was Oh Shit, and we had the same problem again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you think it was good press or bad press that that kind of stuff happened? Well, it was probably good. It wasn't deliberate. We were just singing about what we wanted to sing about, you know. And we've always maintained that with Buzzcocks. We've always maintained that. See, we never got up in the morning to write hits or whatever, you know. It's like you write a song because it comes from your soul or what you believe in. That was part of the thing about the punk rock thing. It wasn't like having a hit. However, all these songs became hits, you know. But it it spread like a carpet bomb around the world, you know, those songs. You know. People picked up on it, you know. Whereas you listen to record company people, they'd go, oh, that won't get anywhere with a title like that, you know. So you knew you was on the right track, you know. You're talking about like different projects and everything. You guys were not playing shows for like good almost a decade or so, right? And what were you doing during that time? Well, I had a solo band called Flag of Convenience. I signed Asaya Records. Pete was doing his solo thing and I was doing mine, you know. And uh, Seymour Stein in the 80s said to me, I've just signed this girl called Madonna. I said, good luck, you know. But I'd, I'd made this kind of 80s kind of record, but it was still a little bit punky, you know, because in the 80s you had to switch a little bit, you know. And I said, now I want to do an album called The Accused. And he said, that's a bit ominous. So we, we parted company then, but I, I formed my own record label then, and I put a lot of records out by Flag of Convenience, which you can get the greatest hits on Cherry Red records. They're like the compilation of, of a lot of these albums, you know. So I was very busy through the 80s doing all that, you know. And by 1989, it, it, Pete was doing his solo records and I was doing mine with the band, Flag of Convenience, the band I had. That was started about 1982 and by 89 it kind of come full circle where, well actually I was playing in Germany at this big place called a Metro. 
and it was billed as Buzzcocks FOC. And I wasn't even doing any Buzzcocks songs. I could have done loads of my songs of Buzzcocks songs. My songs. Um, but we weren't doing that. But our agent, American agent, Ian Copeland, who used to live around here, sadly died a few years back. We got a phone call going, Buzzcocks are back. We're like, no, you know. And he said, uh, would you like to do a tour of America? So we phoned everybody and we said, okay, we never did like a farewell tour. Let's just do a tour of the States and see what happens. And that's what we did. And we did America, then we went to Australia, and then Britain was going like, we need you here. So that's how we got back together. It was only going to be like one tour. And now we've been back together longer than we were when we started, you know. It's been a long road. Uh, what is it, your 40th anniversary coming up? I think in about nearly two years' time, yeah. Wow. That's amazing, eh? <laughs> it is. We never planned that. <laughs> yeah, let's take a listen to another song since we've been talking so much. Right. Let's take a listen to, uh, let's see what songs we got here. Let's take a listen to Six City Sometimes. I don't think, any, well, I don't think that's a very well-known song. What's that song all about? It's well-known in Europe a lot, and it's well-known in America. You'll see the crowd getting into it, but um, that's what I'm saying. The, Timely got into these ones because this goes down well all around the world. And the story behind that is this I was writing a song about the alienation of your town and the communities and stuff, you know. How you can be lost by your own fucking government and own fucking town and area with all the policies and things that you're policed and sorting out to do. And I had some words, I had the backing track in the studio, and normally I have. The, the words when I go in on most of them when I'm recording but with this one I didn't I had the backing track down there and a friend of mine phoned me and said look at the TV I switched it on and the Twin Towers a plane had just gone in and um, then the fucking second one went into the other one so at the end of the song I put now those buildings take a fall and it tries to kill us all in the name of something zero in your mind so it means a lot, and considering now we're having the anniversary of the 9-11, God bless all those people that died in that thing. But it's also symbolic, when those towers went, it changed our lives forever. As you know, the repercussions of that are still going on to this day, you know. It changed the way we look at the world and we have to deal with the world in a lot of ways. So, so that's, it's a great rocking song as well, when you hear it, it's fucking good song you know but the lyrics are very important when you don't know who you are and you're walking with a scar in the places that are breaking down your mind it's a complicated day busy people on the way mirrored buildings reflecting in your eyes six cities sometimes you know and all that six city in your mind you know so let's take a listen to that song so yeah. make sure you pay attention you're to the like lyrics that. yeah you'll like that one but you'll see it live here tonight, and it, you'll see how it rocks, man. We'll talk about how you right. got onto the show right after this song. It's called right. Six City Sometimes by the Buzzcocks. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here with the Buzzcocks. Yeah. 
the other way I've been tired of being blind from staring at the sun No cause for celebration tonight Okay, right, you win But always remember Don't say you've not heard When it died dead forever Yes, sometimes even monkeys fall from trees Back. That was Thunder of Hearts by the Buzzcocks, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me. Yeah, there's a music video on YouTube with uh, that song, Thunder of Hearts. Yeah. How did that music video come about, and do you have any other ones? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that people should check out. You know, you, I find stuff on there that, you know, I find demos on there I made years ago that, that we never used. Somehow it all gets on YouTube, you know. But that song, Thunder of Hearts, um, we did an album called uh, Trade Test Transmissions. There's another great album. And there's some great stuff on that. Isolation, Energy, there's a load of songs. And another one of them is Thunder of Hearts, you know. It's funny, YouTube is a good place to find stuff that yeah. you lost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. But um, like I say, it's another album, Trade Test Transmissions, so the folks out there should look at the Buzzcocks catalogue a bit more and they'll be presently surprised how many albums you've done, you know. Yeah, I was surprised when I looked that up. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a lot of, there's a big body of work out there, but sometimes it gets condensed to like the Singles Going Steady album, which is, that's a great album, but it's a lot more stuff, you know. And people are finding that more as we're touring the world, going, oh, I didn't realise you did that ten years ago or five years ago, you know. 
You're talking about touring and whatever. How did you end up on this show with like X and the Avengers and all uh, these classic bands? I, the truth is, I have no idea. I mean, what happens is we're over here touring. We've just done three dates at the Riot Fest. We did the Henry Fonda the other day. Um, and when people know you're over here, then they kind of call you in, would you do this show and that show, you know? You do this That's interview and that interview too? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's the nature of the beast, man. <laughs> so where can people find more information about the Buzzcocks? Well, I'd say the websites, but um, if you look on YouTube, there's a lot of interesting things that go out there, you know. And my Facebook, to find out about me, there's a lot of stuff goes on on there, you know. So that's how you communicate with it all, isn't it? These days, it's all on a computer, you know. You can just, amazing thing about Google, you can put anything in, any, any ridiculous question, and this kind of something comes up, isn't it, you know? Too bad it's all filtered. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. But at least you can find some fucking things, yeah. But I mean, I, I did three solo albums over the last few years, and I do a solo band that, and people find, there's a lot of videos on YouTube of that. And a lot of people over here don't know that. And they go, fuck, I, I was looking at YouTube last night and I didn't realize you did it, you know. So it's a good way rather than me trying to explain what I've done for the last fucking number of years, you know. It's amazing how far we've gone with. Well, I, I tried to get a girl to count up how many songs I've written because it's about at least 130 songs with the Buzzcocks that I've written about bloody. 50 for the Buzzcocks and maybe and um, on all these albums and all my solo stuff so I don't know I've written about 150 songs or whatever you know what I mean somebody asked me one day and I thought you know what I never counted them and I sat down the count and I thought oh, I'm too bored with this <laughs> how do you remember all how to sing all these songs and play all these songs well, with so many songs it's like emotions and feelings and times of doing it but sometimes it's hard to get back to that place you were when you wrote it and you was playing it for a while then it kind of goes it's like an old girlfriend and you meet her again, meet her again and then <laughs> you know. that's a good way to put it yeah. so remember me how are you doing these days you know you might not be having sex with them again but you got your feel way around the song <laughs> so let's take a listen to one last song right, by you guys let's take a listen to yeah. Harmony in My Head yeah. and we'll end it off at that so what was your website again? Uh, well, Steve Diggle Facebook, you know. What's the Facebook then? Well, my Steve Diggle Facebook for stuff, but I mean, it's a Buzzcock site and all that. Well, I guess they can search for it, but, right? <laughs> but mine's updated a lot more than the Buzzcock songs. I have this guy running on it, and there's a lot more things happening on a daily basis, you know. I don't know how to work the fucking things half the time, you know. <laughs> I don't know how to download a fucking song, you know. Not interested. Yep. It's yeah. just going to get worse from now on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ruined it but it, well, the new album we're bringing out on cassette as well as album and CD and download, so that's got a little charm about it. But anyway, the Harmony in My Head one, we'd had about, um, uh, I don't know, about four or five hits in the top 20 in, um, in Britain, you know, on the main TV show, Top of the Pops. So I thought we're doing these kind of nice pop ones. So now we need a fucking heavy one because we was in the machine. It's like now we need a fucking heavy duty song, you know. And harmony in my head's that. And we do it at the end, we'd have a phone, but we, 
we do that and all the crowds sing along and know the thing, you know. And that's underestimated as a song, but it's, you know, it, it was in the top 20 in Britain and people know it in Britain, but people know it worldwide, you know. Or top of the but pop it don't still. get mentioned as much as orgasmatics and it's like I don't know why you know because everybody knows it and you'll see them tonight going along with it you know and I get the mic and hold it out of the crowd and they sing along so it's it's got good moments for it you know what I mean or top of the pop still playing or still functioning no it's finished a few years back now yeah, yeah I enjoyed that show. yeah well a lot a lot of people knew where they were because there was a lot of a lot of rubbish on there but it was always like two or three good things. As a kid growing up, you thought, this is that regular stuff, that square regular folks listen to. But then there'd be a band on that you really liked, you know, or a solo artist, you think, fuck, that's amazing, yeah. Just, uh, the Clash never did it. They was like, we ain't gonna do that. And I was almost up for that. And then I thought back to when I was young and I thought, well, at least if we go on, it enhances the program, you know. So that's why I came back with Harmon in my head there, and like I say, it's in, on the intellectual thing, it, I thought, I'll do it with all this cinematic imagery, you know. So cram a lot of images into the verses. It was just a different way of writing than the other songs I'd written, you know. And it's a heavy fucking song. If it's that heavy, Henry Rollins has got a radio show called Harmon in my head after my song. Oh, that's right. Yeah. wonder how he's doing with that show. <laughs> He loves me to roll this for the title, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a listen to that song. You've been listening to the punk rock demonstration out here with the Buzzcocks. The song's called Harmony in My Head by the Buzzcocks.
Hope you enjoyed that interview. That song's called Harmony in My Head by the Buzzcocks. And we're going to play punk rock now because it's the punk rock demonstration. My radio show is every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific time and every Tuesday from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can go on there and make requests. And if you're a band, you can send in songs for me to play on the show. And we're going to do that. Uh, let's do that now. We're going to play new songs right now. It starts off with this folk punk band. It's called... Blackbeard. Well, the song is called Blackbeard, and the name of the band is called Skullthuggery. I'm a man to fear and the devil in disguise. I promise you everything, cheap talk or slides. The curse of the Spanish made a price upon my eyes. Blackbeard, the blackish rogue of all. Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackish rogue of all If you cross his men, go ready for a fall My pistol dagger or cutlass, he'll soon have you all Blackbeard, the blackish rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackish rogue of all The mention of his name brings a chill to the bones It freezes the blood, turns hearts into stones Jamaica walk a bank all alone Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackest rogue of all If you class his man, you're heading for a fall A pistol, dagger, a cutlass, he'll soon have you all Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackest rogue of all Spanish made a price upon my head There are so many navvies who just want me dead The sign of Jolly Roger that the merchantmen all dread Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackest rogue of all If you cross his man, you're heading for a fall A pistol, dagger, a cutlass, you'll soon have you all Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackish rogue of all Blackbeard, the blackish rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackish rogue of all Four and twenty dead men on six fathoms deep Dead men tell no tales and widows only weep she sold to sleep Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackest rogue of all If you cross his man, you're heading for a fall The pistol, dagger, a cutlass, will soon have you all Blackbeard, the blackest rogue of all Blackbeard, the pirate, the blackest rogue of all Fight! 
so damn nervous, so damn afraid I did this to myself and I regret it all now Why can I do this shit, but how? It's time for you to leave Goodbye to you from me Fighting for my sanity I'm doing doing the best that I can Hey, yeah, you get the fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways Hey, yeah, you got the fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways So let's just go our separate ways Hey, yeah, you got the fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you So let's just go our separate ways Hey, yeah, you got the fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you So let's just go our separate ways Hey, yeah, you got the fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways
Deep Digger from Buzzcocks. You're listening to a punk rock demonstration. Keep rocking, man. That was Operation Ivy with the crowd, and then the Riverboat Gamblers before that with Pilgrims in an Unholy Land, Orange with Get the Fuck Out of My Way, and then the Nimwits with Moral Decay was before Orange. And you're still listening to the punk rock demonstration. I want to play a little bit more punk rock, and then we're going to play some interesting music. This next song is by The Fractions. It's called We Were Kings.
for me Drown out the pain from polluted acid rain And flaming gasoline Until we're clean Two dead police One for hope and one for peace Watching government lies leak into your empty eyes From the TV And winner's history Three dead police One for thanks and two for please In every single town, every officer is down Enjoyed that song. That was an awesome song by the Star Fucking Hipsters. That song's called Two Cups of Tea. And then Greedy Mistress was before that with Baby I Love You. And Halloween is just around the corner, so that's gonna be scary. Yes, I know my jokes are horrible, but I'm going to this uh, uh, Halloween horror fest or show or whatever it is at Universal Studios in Los Angeles. Well, in Hollywood. Hollywood is in Los Angeles, by the way. Many people don't know that Hollywood is actually Los Angeles City. 
It's just called Hollywood, because I guess it's famous for many things. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But anyways, so Halloween is around the corner, and I don't know if I should dress up the same as I did last year at work and all that, so eh, whatever. But the only thing different I'm doing this year instead of staying home is go to this Halloween horror fun amusement park thing. Never been to one, so it should be interesting. And I guess I'll let you know when I survive next week. Anyways, we're going to continue with the music. And I said music because we're going to play this band that people complained about a long time ago that I played because they didn't like it because it was country. And I like country. But this is not really country country. It's like the roots of country sort of like when reggae first started this is when country first started and the band i'm talking about is well the artist i'm talking about is patsy klein absolutely love patsy klein and i figured since i haven't played them in many many months or maybe years we'll have to play some patsy klein because i love them so much this next song is called back in baby's arms and i have to play them because I miss country. I turn the radio on nowadays and there's absolutely no country at all and the country that is out there is just crap and people think all country is crap because of all the modern country but country is good too like Patsy Cline kind of country so here's Patsy Cline Don't know why we call 
glass I don't know with the state I'm in What will come to pass But I know I will never beg for love Yeah, I know I will not beg for love Which way to go? I don't know I never learn But I know I will never Beg for love Yeah, I know I will not Beg for love I can quit I should quit Please stop looking at me
That was an awesome song by Standout Riot called Black Widow. Sonny Vincent with Beg for Love was before Standout Riot. Bermondsey Joyrider with Heartache was before Sonny Vincent. And Beans on Toast with Burn the Envelopes was before the Bermondsey Joyrider. And we're getting close to those requests and we've got a whole hell of a lot of them on the program today because I went out there and asked for requests on the Facebook and we all know how Facebook is so we've got plenty of requests but before we get into requests we're going to continue playing my songs that I like this next song is by Pipes and Pints here in the punk rock demonstration the song's called Never Let You Down Here we are, you and me, singing songs and 
was KGEL with Solo Let Me Go, and then Riazion with Suspicious Minds. Before that, Special Duties with I Wish It Could Be 77. Before Riazion, Tulsa Doom with Desensitize was before Special Duties, and Rum Rebellion with The Grindstone was before Tulsa Doom. And now we're going to play, well, almost requests. We'll play that right after uh, these next couple songs. It starts off with Civil Disobedience. The song is called Manufactured Citizens. No, 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 no,
in circles Ran out of rhymes I couldn't say it all in a thousand lines I run myself in circles Ran out of rhymes I couldn't say it all I couldn't say it
That was DC Fallout with Flavor of the Week. A request there. And then more requests with Dropkick Murphys. That song's called Vices and Virtues before DC Fallout. The Shell Corporation with Remember Remember was before the Dropkick Murphys. And Sick Dogs with La Tua Vita Non Vale Un Caso. I think that's how you say it. Well, I don't know. We're going to play one last request now. And then we're going to continue with the punk rock if we've got more time. And you can check out the show again on Monday. That's next week on Monday. And the week after that on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Or go to the website, punkrockdemo.com, to download older shows and find out playlists. So this is an awesome song that I've never heard of before until it was requested. This next song is by Lion's Law. It's called Lafayette. Thank you. 